Today, many people talk about privilege, and I am a person who has said privilege. But it didn't come from monetary wealth, religion, or race. My privilege came from the family I grew up in. Going back several generations, my family has been a focus. And no greater privilege exists than growing up in a strong family. Unfortunately, many kids suffer in dysfunctional homes. My name is Houston James, and my passion project for Criminal Justice 110 is about children of those in the U.S. prison system. Why is it in the wealthiest country in the world, our most precious resource, our youth, is being neglected? And this is what I will talk about today. I'm going to throw out some facts real quick. Um, many people may not know um, how many kids just are affected by this trauma, but um, one in 28 children in the United States have an incarcerated parent, and that is currently Currently, it's over 2.7 million children have at least one parent that is in the prison system. In contrast, 10 million children have experienced parental incarceration at some point in their lives. Worse yet, half of these children are under 10 years of age. The most alarming part, I thought, I'm from a very diverse community where I'm from. Um, the Detroit metropolitan area has people from nearly every country, every ethnic background, every religion. And... Many of these children are minorities. Um, one in nine African-American children, which is over 11%, and one in 28 Hispanic children, which is over 4%, have at least one parent that is incarcerated, as opposed to only one in 57, which is 1.8% of Caucasian children. Um, this might be due to the fact that many minorities grow up in impoverished neighborhoods where crime is a little more prevalent, but it is also very alarming to think about just how many minority children are put in these bad situations. For my next segment here, I'm going to talk to a, a longtime friend of mine who uh, experienced a lot um, growing up in the system and everything. Um, I know I know a lot of your story. Um, I was here for a lot of it, but um, I kind of had an outsider's perspective. Um, seeing things as you went through the system and everything, I know it's pretty tough to talk about. And I know you wish to remain anonymous, but I'm real thankful you came here to talk to me tonight. So um, uh, we'll say your name's Adam. So uh, Adam, how are you doing tonight? I'm not bad, man. Kind of stressed, but, you know, I'm all right. So, um, I guess we just start here. Um, so, what happened in your childhood to cause you to be uh, put put in foster care? Um, well, my mom, uh, she suffered from depression and stuff like that. Um, my dad was, like, a real heavy alcoholic. He couldn't support the family. And just mentally, like, my mom couldn't be there because of her depression. So at a very young age, uh, I was around two, they had to put me up for foster care, and they couldn't take care of me anymore. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about um, some of the feelings you have today? Um, how, how do you think uh, having to leave your family so young has affected you as you've grown up? Um... I guess if I'm being honest, it's kind of made me bitter because it's like I see all these people like they're happy, like little picture perfect families. And it's like I kind of get envious of that because I never had that. So like it, it kind of made me I don't want to say like a rage person or like someone that's just filled with hate. But like I, I am I would say like an angry person and like I do get kind of pissed easy. Do you think that 
I know you've had some trouble with the law in recent years. Do you think that yeah. that is uh, correlated to to not having a stable family growing up? Um, kind of. I mean, like, I think it's more along the lines of not necessarily not having the family, but anger at the family I did have that kind of caused me to start acting out when I was younger. And I know it kind of carried over today. It's something I'm trying to work on, but it was just difficult. And it kind of affected me when it came to, like, my morals, I guess. How many... Talking to Adam was eye-opening. But for the real answers, I had to talk to a professional. For my next segment, um, I'm going to speak with a former social worker, uh, Tracy Heiler. Um, she has a wealth of experience in this field, and I know she has some very good thoughts and ideas on this topic. So um, thank you for being here tonight, Tracy. Um, right now we're on a phone interview. Uh, the night before Thanksgiving. So first off, I just wanted to ask, what is the experience you have working in this field? Uh, I am a former parole officer for the Michigan Department of Corrections, as well as I am also a former licensing specialist for the foster care program in Michigan, as well as I've also been a middle school counselor and elementary school counselor uh, helping children for many years, for at least the past 25 years. Awesome. Awesome. So um, first question I'm going to ask is obviously you have a ton of experience working with kids. So in your professional opinion, do you believe that there is emotional damage caused to kids who have incarcerated parents? Absolutely. Uh, in my opinion, most of the things that these children deal with is severe emotional trauma. Anytime a child's parents, uh, biological parents go to prison and become incarcerated, these children um, suffer not only the loss of losing their parent um, for a long and extended period of time, they also experience the trauma of having to move to a new environment with new people, new rules, new schools, um, and that can cause severe emotional trauma and difficulty in um, just growing up in general. Uh, I do find that some of the children tend to, tend to do a little better the younger they get placed, at a younger age, they do better. Uh, the older children, and by older I would say, you know, usually about six or older, they tend to have a harder time adjusting because they've already become adjusted to their patterns of their life. Earlier we kind of talked about the nature versus um, nurture uh, thing. Do you believe that certain kids respond differently to the exact same um, incidences? Absolutely. With uh, every family, one anywhere from you know that has more than one child, one, two, three, four, five children that go into foster care, all of those children do respond differently to the environment. Um, I think, in my personal opinion, I found it to be fifty-fifty. I think it's nature versus nurture. Um, some children can adjust and do well and go on to be okay and are able to process their emotions and their feelings and everything that happened to them, and others just cannot. They just don't have the capability to do that. So I think every, every child responds differently. Um, I would say it's about 50-50. Oh, thank you for our last question here. I just um, 
The foster care system was set up with very good intentions, but it's obvious that there are cracks in the system, and it seems that a high number of kids fall through these cracks. Would you say this is a correct assessment? Um, well, if you mean by fall through the cracks, have difficulty um, being in foster care, yes. then yes. Um, a lot of... <laughs> Well, doing foster care and licensing homes, not always are all um, people that become foster parents really, truly interested in the welfare or well-being of the children. Some do tend to do it for financial reasons. Um, and sometimes the children that go into those homes do suffer significantly. Um, don't get me wrong. There are great foster homes. There are a lot of foster parents that are in it for all the right reasons, but for whatever reason, there are people that choose to not be in it for the right reasons. Um, and sometimes those can be even more damaging than when a child loses a parent to the incarceration. Um, so yeah, that's, sometimes it's not all best. Sometimes, you know, it can cause that trauma and it does extend into the future for them and their behavior patterns, the way they end up living their life and their outcomes, their goals. So there's, there is some significant trauma to some children. Yes. All right. Um, thank you for your time, Tracy. Um, I really appreciate you coming on here, and I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. Same to you and your family. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to my Passion Project podcast. Um, I hope this raises awareness to the issue of children whose parents have been incarcerated and the effect it has on them as they go through the rest of their lives. This is a topic I'm very passionate about. It's something I think about every single day, probably because of the personal experiences I have with it and the friendships I've made of people who are far less fortunate than I am. Um, I believe there are many people that take their lives for granted, and I believe it is the job of people who have had better experiences to do everything they can to protect these young boys and girls who do, are far less fortunate and do not have the same support systems that many of us do enjoy. Um, again, thank you for listening. And if I can just affect the life of one kid, then I feel like I have made some change in this world that desperately needs it. Thank you.